Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Benny. Yes, Benny. He is back. The boys are brought together. And Steve, as we go over all the Week 8 uh, games, predictions, odds, everything, we do the regular. We do what we do every week when Benny is able to join us. Uh, Benny has a couple technical difficulties regarding his audio, and you can hear it here in this intro because I am not using my microphone. I'm actually recording this Thursday morning at 2.20 a.m., so I'm doing it right before I go to bed, and then I'm going to put the episode up. Anyways, there's some technical audio difficulties with Benny. Uh, His microphone sucks. He sucks, but he's back on the podcast. He joined us. Uh, He gave us picks. Good picks. Good analysis, as always, by Benny. Um, This is a good week. There's a lot of good games, a lot of divisional matchups, a lot of fun, fun, uh, fun games starting tonight. Thursday night football, Bucks Ravens. Uh, this line started Ravens minus one, got up to two, maybe two and a half at some places. Uh, right now, as I'm recording this, I see books with Bucks minus two, a four point swing. Here's the thing though, uh, there is 75 to 80 percent of the money and the bets is on the Ravens. So why is the line moving like this? Does Vegas know something we don't? Probably. But, uh, yeah, I'm making a big, hefty bet on the Bucks, uh tomorrow morning. Uh, it's going to be kind of a retirement bet. If I win this, you know, we're going to we're gonna let it roll over and stuff, obviously. If I lose this, uh, probably going to take a break. But we'll see. You know, what, who am I kidding? I'm addicted. Whatever. Anyways, here is Benny. Steven! Look who's back. Look who's back. I feel like we haven't talked in a month. Hello, Benny. Hello, Steve. How are you doing, Benny? Update us on your bets. I know you've been losing a lot of money. I'm in the same boat, brother. Tell me how you tell me how much money you've been losing lately after that, after that heroic week, that Herculean week that saved you from bankruptcy. <laughs> um, I mean, this last week wasn't a good week by any means. I think it's been two weeks since I've been on, you know, last week wasn't a good week. Thanks, thanks for, week, thanks for the keeping week, up with us. The week before, I can't even remember. I'm like a I'm like a quarterback, you know, I'm like, you know, Matt Ryan, you know, you throw a pick, you get sacked, you know, you fumble 12 times every time I forget the next play. So, um, you know, uh, no, I'm, I'm still up on the season though. So I feel good about that, but, uh, yeah, last couple of weeks were not as good as uh, last time I was on here, but Hey, we stick with it. We hmm. next, next play, next play, short-term memory loss. Or CTE, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, coincidence, you picked Matt Ryan, who actually was just benched. You're about to be benched from this podcast if you keep uh, if you keep canceling on your duties. Okay, we got Zach Medina. Oh yeah, right. Zach Medina came in and did an episode. And by the way, he picked better than you, um, Steve. How I'm you like doing? the I'm like the NBA star player. Okay, I get uh, load management. All right, I'm Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> when I want to play, I, I get on. Yeah, I'm the Kawhi Leonard of this podcast. Wow. Mm. Wow, he didn't fun start guy, last game. fun guy <laughs> board okay. man gets paid how are you doing steve my loyal steve <laughs> doing good <laughs> glad yeah. to have benny back yeah it's always good when the three of us get together and uh how am i doing i'm doing pretty bad i'm gonna I be honest ask, with you. uh yeah i don't care nobody really cares uh last two weeks tom brady and bill belichick have ripped out my heart in uh bets where all they had to do was basically beat the Steelers, which we've already talked about, and then the Patriots needed to beat the Bears. And I had almost $1,000 on the Patriots yesterday. How about that? Everything I had this week was connected to them. I asked my friend, should I go to the casino and hedge this bet? They say, nah, nah, don't hedge it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. You know, why would I do that? 
just why not why not bet a couple hundred on Bears money line to even it out? They're all you're giving away winnings. Well, I gave away a lot of winnings and uh and it wasn't the best. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell the loyalists here. There's gonna be a uh a whale of a bet that I'm making this week, and it's it's a retirement type bet. Okay. So that's happening. You're not gonna know what it is. You can probably guess what it is because uh because I'm pretty I'm pretty easy to read, but uh it's gonna be a, it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be a retirement bet. It might not be the parlay, Steve. It might just be one of those teams. But okay. Anyways, little update. So, Benny, we actually picked for you when you weren't here. Uh, you had a pretty good week. You had a pretty good week. I think you went 7-7, seven and seven, which is which is better than your no- normal week. I went 7-7. Seven and seven, And, Steve, you went 8-6. and six. So, so, here it is. The record's going into week eight, and I might have missed a game because I haven't. I know that we all have the same games picked, but I might have missed the addition here. I am 54, 53, and one. Steve, 54, 53, and one. Benny, 52, 55, and one. We have kept you afloat, my brother, on the on the weeks you have missed. Actually, those are some of your we, best weeks. We've been trying to pick good for you, too. We, we've been trolling you. <laughs> those are some of your best weeks right there. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. You know my who, shoes. You know who you picked last week? You uh, the, the Bears. You picked the Commanders. I knew it. You picked them. I knew it. Uh, you also picked the Bengals to cover. You were the only one that said they're going to end the the Falcons <laughs> hot streak. Wow, that's yeah. funny. That's weird. I bet against that one. Yeah, <laughs> you should really go with your picks, man. <laughs> you picked the Jets. I know, too. right? You picked the Jets. Oh, I knew that one. Come on, that one. That was that was locked. Jesus, Jesus. God damn, Vinny. What's happening to your mic? You eating that shit? Oh, is everything okay? That was the lock of the week. Oh, oh you no just, one heard no one heard what you said you just created a ton of static in your mic oh sorry it's like you uh create a nuclear bomb i'm electric <laughs> i'm electric okay well at least you can cut that easily sterling the mic volume is <laughs> gonna be two thousand decibels yeah i'm not gonna cut it everything stays in this podcast unless benny says something racist then we gotta cut it uh Benny, what? let me. I'm just kidding. Benny never says anything racist. He sometimes anymore. Yeah, he sometimes says the Washington, the old team name. You know what I'm saying? But that that's a, that's a the old old time. team name. The Commodores. Uh, Benny, I have one question for you. What do you think of Herschel, Brett, and Dan? You write fan fan fiction about them, don't you? Herschel, Brett, and Dan. Are we talking about Herschel, Walker, Brett Favre, and Dan Marino? Ooh, two out of the three. Yeah, that's 66%, though. That's, Dan Orlovsky? That's a fascinating degree. Nope. Stay on football. One more. It's in, it's in the football. Dan Orlovsky is football. No, no, it is, but so, it's bro. in the football, football realm. You're getting, you're getting a little colder with Orlovsky. Okay, so, okay, so I said Dan Marino. Um, yeah, a little hotter. Dan. What the think, fuck? Think of, like, not player. Not player. Yeah, not a player. Not a player, huh? But involved mm-hmm. in football, bit of scandal, mm-hmm. bit of scandal surrounds him mm. for a lot of oh, things. Oh, oh, Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder. There, there we go. go. Ding, ding, okay, ding. okay. Her- so Herschel Walker, Brett Favre, and Dan Snyder. What do they all have in common? You write fan fiction about Rip- them all. ripping off poor people. That that is very true. Also, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Vin- Vinny, Vinny, good answer. Okay. Uh, you should listen to the week seven predictions, Vinny. You'll you'll like what we say about you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you do you group me with us with us no no, no we just talked about your little fan fiction site where you like to write i'll <laughs> be in a four-person yeah. friend group little little buddy comedy <laughs> yeah I love um that. okay week eight we're now about 50 percent into the season pretty much uh, a couple of buy teams here so we got uh seven seven game or four 
what is it? 14 games? One, two, three. I th- whatever. There's four teams with buys. So whatever that equals out to. I think there's 14 games. Starting Thursday night, we got Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens traveling to the Bay of Tampa to face off Tom Brady and the Bucks. This Bucks team, three and four, uh, just lost to two of the worst teams in football. Uh, this line is Tampa plus one. So Ravens are, it's basically a pick them in prime time on Thursday night at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady just lost back-to-back games against two of the worst teams in football without scoring many points. Um, a Byron Leftwich should have lost his job. I think if they lose this one, he has to lose his job in the long week. He has been terrible play calling, literally first down run up the middle, first down run up the middle, first down run up the middle. It works when you have Ryan Jansen. It works when you have um, Ali Marpet. But guess what? Neither of those two guys are there anymore, and they have bad interior linemen, and they keep trying to run the ball up the middle. It's infuriating as a fan of Tom Brady, who is literally giving up his family life for this team. So, Leftwich, be a little better. I'm taking the Bucks. Uh, hesitantly, the over-under is 45. I do like the over here. I feel like you can basically, if you think the Bucks are going to score any points at all this week, you can pretty much think that the 45 is going to happen. If you if you don't think the Bucks are scoring, you might as well parlay Ravens in the under. Really, if if that if that's if that's the 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 way you're leaning, I'm going to take the Bucks here. If they lose this game, they have the Rams next week. This could be a free fall. Thankfully for them, the division is terrible. They're still in the lead at three and four. They'll wow. probably cakewalk their way into the playoffs. That division really stinks. Um, however this team does not have division champion endeavors or uh, aspirations. They want to win the Super Bowl, And so um, this is a big game for them. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to ride the bucks one last time, Tommy, you got me out of ruts before. Can you do it again? Got the bucks. Benny. What's the line? Back to yourself. The Ravens are one point favorites. Oh and I've seen this at gosh. two. I've seen this wow. at two. I've seen this at two and a half. I've seen a one and a half. Rashad Bateman didn't practice today, so it went back down. Mm. But it's basically yeah, wow, one point favorites. And I think that like, uh, obviously the Ravens have struggled with. Obviously, they look a lot better than the Bucks, but they've really struggled with pulling games out and actually winning close games. At the end, yeah. Um, this, I, if I'm betting this, and and I'll go, this. yeah, yeah, I I I probably will be. Let's be honest. Um. And I'm going to go with what I'm going to bet. And I just think there's no value in betting the Bucks here because they have not shown anything this season, right? And if it's one point, if this is a, if this is a three and a half or, you know, something along those lines, then sure, I'll take the Bucks, you know, but I just don't, I, I just don't see why you would take them right now. You know, like mm-hmm. um, there's nothing encouraging about them. If they were, you know, maybe a money line, if they were like a good uh, odds, if they had like, I don't know what it is, but if it yeah, was something, something like plus 180 or something or more, like close to plus 200, mm-hmm. then I, you know, think about it. But um, no, I, I'm not touching the Bucks uh, right now. So I'll probably, and the defense hasn't looked good either, right? Like they just got ran all over by Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard, you know, like with PJ Walker. So hey, he's an MVP, okay. I mean, XFL. he's no Geno Smith. <laughs> I'll say that, but um, yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on. Can, can I? Can we get a little bit more in-depth analysis from from you on what's going on with the Bucks? I'm not touching them. Give me the give me the Ravens, but 
What's going on? I, I, well, kind of what I said is the play calling on offense has just been abysmal. And it's, it's not, you look at Brady's numbers and you look at outside of, he hasn't thrown many touchdowns. Red zone offense has been terrible. It's been the worst in the league outside of the bears who uh, just so happened to score a lot of touchdowns in the red zone yesterday against the Patriots. Crazy. But, <laughs> but uh, it's been the second worst red zone offense. Uh, probably now the worst since the bears just had some red zone efficiency last night. And then it's literally just first down runs all the time. Like Brady on PFF is still ranked the, the, the seventh best quarterback in the league on PFF. So he's still being fine. It's just when he gets to the 20 yard line, the offense just shrivels up and defensively, I'm actually not that concerned about the defense. I know that PJ Walker had some amazing throws in that game. And you know, that that's, he honestly played out of his mind. That that's just what it is. The run defense, I I'm not as concerned either. But you're right. They they did have big runs, but they did they only gave up 21 points and only seven points in the first half. And the game before against Kenny Pickett, they gave up 20 points. So I mean, like I'm not that concerned at those numbers. I think the Ravens have the ability to score more than both of those teams, obviously, because Lamar is better than Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, and PJ Walker. But I'm not concerned defensively. What I'm concerned about is the red zone offense. And, you know, they're missing a guy uh, who's been Brady's most reliable target for 10 years, and that's Gronk. And in the red zone, they're able to just keep going to him time and time again because he's a literal matchup nightmare. They don't have that. Uh, I don't know if it's fixed. I do think Brady's probably begging Gronk to come out of retirement, realistically, because they could really use him. Uh, Mike Evans is another matchup nightmare, though. I think they need to find ways to force him the ball in the red zone. And... And whether that's a goal line fade, which sucks usually with, I hate that play. It's very inefficient, but when you have Mike Evans, who's taller than every DB and you have him in a one-on-one, I think, why not? It's, it's just, it is just annoying to me as, as a, as a huge fan of Tom Brady, that left, which is doing first and 10 runs uh, between the, between the guards when you don't have the, your center and you don't have your, your all pro left guard anymore. Jansen Jansen will be geez I can't say names Jansen will probably be back in the playoffs Marpet's not coming back and yeah they got Shaq Mason who's been who's been relatively good but this offensive line is not that good and so uh running the ball I understand the need to 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 um, use play action and establish the run somewhat but the only time this offense has looked good the entire season was the second half against Kansas City when Brady's just playing up tempo uh throwing it all the time and now you could say Kansas city was just playing prevent basically at that point. Cause they, they had a big lead, but that's the only time the ball got moved and they found, they found any type of success. And I hope that they do that more. Uh, th- these Ravens DBs aren't good, but the Steelers DBs aren't good. <laughs> the Panthers DBs aren't good, but the Panthers do have Burns who is one of the top five pass rushers in football. So that he's kind of a game breaker, but I don't know. Yeah. That's basically it. And Derek Brown. Yeah. And Derek Brown. All right, I got something after Steve gives his take. That's your Steve. Uh, you know it's crazy. The Bucks have the same amount of points, like the that they average a game versus they allow a game, which is seventeen point seven. Yeah, isn't their point difference exact same zero? amount? Are they zero? Yeah, it's zero. It's zero. <laughs> their point differential is zero. <laughs> so I think that's pretty insane. But uh, I'm gonna go with the Ravens and pick them. Uh, I feel like I, I don't know. This feels like a game where everyone's like, "This is the bounce back game for Tom Brady," and it's what everyone's thinking. I think. I don't know what the public money is, but I bet it's pretty high on the box right now. I'm going to fade them, even though I don't know if it's true. I'm going to pick the Ravens. <sighs> What's your point? Yeah, man? I agree. No, I agree. This is beside the point I was going to make. 
but I'll get to that in a second. Um, I agree with the over for you. I think that, um, you know, the Ravens secondary has been bad. You know, maybe they the Bucks finally come out and score some points, but still, I think that Lamar is going to be able to you know make some stuff happen too. So, um, but what I was going to say is another topic regarding the Bucks. What do you guys think of the uh, the signatures in the tunnel from from that the refs were getting from Mike Evans? Not surprising. The every sport's corrupt. Officials are cheaters. I think I think I've made myself pretty clear about how I feel about them. The hope is you're on the right side of how the officials are going to call. And now everybody's all the Bucks got trounced in that game. The Bucs got trounced in that game. They, they aren't cheating. Let me tell you, Mike Evans apparently got a phone number or he wrote his phone number down because that guy went to Texas A&M and knows a golf pro who's going to teach Mike Evans how to golf better. That's what the report is. Now, do you believe it? I don't. These are good, also the same good. people that said Tua had a back injury. <laughs> good for, uh, I mean, that, that that's, I mean, I have no problem with that. And if that, if that's a, I mean, I, that's honestly believable for me. Uh, yeah. More believable. It is more believable for me than the autograph. I think that the refs are smarter than that. If that's if that's the truth, like what kind of pisses me off is like the person who you know released that video probably did no fact checking at all. Probably didn't go up to Mike Evans and and say, hey. Um, well, they're still not supposed to do that, even though like no matter what, like even there's you're not supposed to con like be in contact with the players. Yeah, the, the ref should be impartial as, as much. I know they can't be. Yeah, 100%. I guess. I get it. I get it. But I, I have no problem with it, honestly, even if it was an autograph, you know? Like, I, I heard uh, – I mean, the way I think about it is, like, we're all, we're all fans of the game. We're all people in the end. Yeah, we have to be professional. Like, I think it's the setting, like, where they did it, right? It's like, go back to the freaking locker room, take a shower, get your street clothes on, and then go – you know, get a hold of them somehow, go over to the locker room, whatever. Like, yeah, it's a little unprofessional, but if Mike Evans is okay with it, you know, and he's not like pissed off by it, then I have no problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you're not annoying the guy, you know, as long as, long as you're not like being a nuisance to him, then I don't, I don't give a rat's ass. Like, I still believe they're going to go out and do their job or else they're going to, they're going to get fired, you know? Well, they deserve to be, they all deserve to be under performance reviews for how shitty they call games. But well, yeah, no, when I bet against, you know, a team, you know, undoubtedly that team gets a, you know, fit automatic first down roughing the passer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, you know, the, it's, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. I get what you're but saying. I'll say this, do you know, okay. The difference is this you're, I get what you're saying too, Benny, but this is like, if you're a high school ump calling Bryce Harper's game and saying, can I get an autograph after because you're making, you know, $20. A no, game it's not. That's completely no, different. He's an NFL ref. Go ahead. Go ahead. $200,000 a year. Hey, go online, go to Fanatics, get an official licensed fucking autograph of Mike Evans. Go buy it, okay? I'm not going to sign anything for you, you lousy zebra. You're not getting shit from me. You're, you have made 200000 a year to call a bad game? I was held on that pass. I dropped 70-yard touchdown. I was held. You didn't call that? That's what I would have said. I would have slapped him in the face. You know, get, get a one-game suspension. All right. Well, um, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was almost funny. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but I think that it's it's different from uh, a high school. I'm calling a Bryce Harper game because you know that is Bryce Harper is going to reach the pinnacle. That high school ump is not going anywhere. Okay, these guys are both the top of the game, and everybody can see the calls that they make on the field, and millions of people are paying attention. So, um, you know that that is quality control in itself. So, um, yeah, I have no problem with it. Do it in a better setting, though. Thanks for bringing that up, Benny. That was needed to be discussed about. Yeah. Broncos at Jaguars. We're on a Sunday. Denver at Jacksonville. 
Does anybody know if it's Rippon or uh, Wilson playing in this game? It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters for the line. I know it doesn't matter for the line, I think. I don't know. I think Wilson's questionable. I don't know okay. how questionable. Well, Jacksonville's two-and-a-half-point favorites. This is the battle of the dumbasses. We have Nathaniel Hackett versus Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, I still can't get over his fourth down play calling. It's like well, – I'm not going to reiterate it on it, but the analytics is like it doesn't account for bad play calling. And when you're doing a jet sw- – or when you're doing a speed option – from 2009 West Virginia days, you know, it's not that good of a play. Um, here's a problem. Denver is not going anywhere this year. It looks like they're, what are they? Two and five. Are they two and five. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. I guess that's only one game worse than Tampa. So, I mean, it's, it's not like insane. It just sounds a lot worse than three and four. I guess I'm going Jacksonville here. I'm not touching this. I refuse to bet on Jacksonville after what they do in the fourth quarter and what they do on fourth down. But uh, it's also like, I can't, I can't trust Nathaniel Hackett. They're going to be sellers at the deadline. It looks like, it looks like Judy's going to get moved from, from what people are reporting. Um, if they lose this game is, is what the report is. Um, Who's buying Judy. I'm sure there's a market for him. He's a good receiver. He can't catch. You he's like, he's like, he's like minute. He's like small DK Metcalf. Ooh, no one's seen him. He's never had a real quarterback actually throw to him. <laughs> what? Come on now. Okay, Russell Wilson's been bad, but don't say he's not a real quarterback. Not this year, buddy. Fake quarterback is an imposter. Jerry, bro, Jerry Judy, I've watched like three minutes of Broncos games, and I've seen Jerry Judy drop like six passes. Not even kidding. I heard that the Dolphins might be in on him to reunite him with Tua. There we go. I would become an immediate, immediate Dolphins fan if he gets traded there. Um. Okay. I got Jacksonville here. Benny? Benny's on the phone. Uh, I'm gonna take Jacksonville. You're gonna take you're you're taking against the Broncos. Oh yeah, you said the Broncos. You're gonna you're gonna be a Jets fan, and you're done. You're picking the Broncos. <laughs> I'm picking the Jets now. Wow. Um, Benny is on the phone. Uh, Benny is gonna take the Jacks. I already know that. Wow, he hung up. He's got his. You got to get his pick in. Yeah. I doubt. I doubt he heard me. Wait. What, what's the what's the draft jingle? Uh, the pick is in. Um, Jaguars and the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Those are the two teams oh, playing. Man, hmm. where are we at? Are we in uh, Duval? We're in no, we're in London. Is this in London? No, no, yes, no. yes, it is. It is, is it not. Am I wrong? Oh, it probably is. You're probably right. Uh, it's, uh, at six, it's at 6 30 a.m. Yeah, it's it's in London. Now they, they're just playing this early on Sunday morning. They want okay, to okay, okay. If it's in London, if it's in London, if Russell Wilson plays, do you think he brings a English accent with him? Probably. Yeah. An English accent <laughs> and a Russville he's in <laughs> subway he's sandwich. Like, he's like comes up to the line, he's like, 180, 180. <laughs> That's like Australian, but uh okay <laughs> london's basically a home game for the jaguars right yeah they're they're, they're london god team. that was bad <laughs> i think you have to Crikey, cut that. i'm in london mate <laughs> yeah how do you how do you do an english accent yelling the, the opposite of that <laughs> literally anything else um oh uh, man uh let's go with the jaguars yeah let's go with the jaguars okay he comes up he's like we should have skipped. Bloody Lord, 80. Bloody 80. God. He's in a of blue. I recalled your pick, Benny. We should have just skipped you. Yeah, you just... yeah you... Jesus. Trevor Lawrence. Crikey, mate. I'm in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence and Russell Wilson. 
Oh that's better, but oh, okay. So okay, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta's covering frenzy came to an abrupt end last week as um, they let Joey smokes through all over them. The Panthers coming off of a great win. Let me ask you something: Is are the Panthers not a terrible team? It's just that Matt Rule was such a shit stain on that franchise, and now they actually like playing again. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Could like, that be a thing? Uh, and Robbie Anderson or Robbie Anderson. Yeah, yeah, McCaffrey, maybe Robbie well, McCaffrey, everybody likes McCaffrey. Well, yeah, everyone likes McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey was a huge cancer to the team. Yeah. So. We're calling it here first. Will you guys see the reports? Yeah, yep. oh, ne- yeah. They, yeah, it'll be a Russell Wilson situation. Everybody hates Christian. Uh, the Panthers are four and a half point underdogs at the Falcons. I actually think this Falcons team's okay. And four and a half's a lot. I don't think they should be four and a half point favorites against anybody. But, and I'm not betting this. But I'm gonna go the Falcons. Falcons low key chance to win the division, low key. Yeah, not gonna happen, Crazy. I don't think. But they do have they they out of all the other teams are the only ones. I mean, the I same. Mean, they, can back. they can beat everybody in the division on any given yeah. week. Yeah, they can win against the spread almost every week. Yeah, FedEx man is doing a great job there. <laughs> Who you got, Benny? Oh boy. What's the line? Yep. Let's let's just have just uh just don't speak for a while. Leave some leave some blanks. Yeah, yeah. That's what every podcast needs. Everybody before, loves that. Everybody loves before, that. Give me the Panthers. The who? Panthers. Okay. I like to see that you still you still have it, Benny. Uh, Steve. <laughs> really uh, yeah. game this one off. Huh? That nice British accent. Uh, I think Falcons get back on the train, cover the spread. Give me the Falcons. Oh, I like it. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't you? Yes, he makes the opposite. <laughs> a dolphin? It's, it's the way you said it with conviction, man. Yeah. Dolphins I believe at, it. Dolphins at Lions. The Dolphins are two and a half point favorites on the road in Detroit, the Motor City. Um, we've watched the Lions the last two weeks. That offense looks stagnant and flat. So I don't know why we expect them to get back to doing what they're doing. When you saw when you saw um to a scamper for that little seven-yard run there, that seven-yard scamper, what was your opinion there when he dived head first? Were you did you hold your breath? Did you get scared? I was like, whoa, what is he doing out there? Hey, this man doesn't want to play football. Real He's tough to get guy. out of it. Love to see it. You love seeing it. Uh, I'm yeah. taking the dolphins here. I don't think that there's a pathway in which um, I think the Lions are going to be the first pick again. <laughs> or they were the second pick this year. I think they're going to be the first pick this year. Um, there's a lot of teams vying for it. Detroit's going to be sellers. Uh, they have an offense that's built ready for a quarterback to come in and do it. And I don't think golf's bad for what it's worth, but he's definitely not the solution there. Um, also, it looks like they kind of missed on, I know it's very early, but uh, Aiden Hutchinson, when they could have got Sauce Gardner or Derek Stingley, who are um, absolutely killing it. It's been good, though. Colin Hutchinson a bust already? Not a bust. And he did he really has, good last game. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. He has sack numbers, but he's not good at rushing the quarterback. He's doing cleanup sacks. If you look at his pass rush win percentage, it's very low, and it's it's not it's not it doesn't mm. look even it does not look right. He passes my eye test. That's the only thing that matters. I mean, he's not terrible. I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm just saying he's not. Okay, Trayvon Walker is a game wrecker. 
Uh, he's actually been really good. Sauce Gardner is going to be an all pro. He looks like he looks like legit the next Jalen Ramsey. And then Derek Stingley is what allows the Texans to play man defense because he's able to take up one side of the field, which is very rare for a rookie corner to do. So you have two, what it looks like to be all pro corners coming in. And then um, obviously they didn't take Walker because of the first pick. But if you go through that draft and you're like, whoa, okay, who are they going to take there? Go through the 2022 NFL draft. I'm going to take you down memory lane real quick. This is players that I would have taken over Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Derek Stanley. So, Kayvon Thibodeau is amazing. He's been great for the Giants. They're six really? and one. He's been great for the Giants. Now, the, the two offensive tackles, they didn't need that. That wasn't a need. Um, yeah, I mean, so okay. The t- I would say he would have been the he would have been the fifth pick if you redid the draft. And yeah. it looks like the top four, the other four in those top five, look like actual like future All Pro players. So that's why I think it was, it's not a bust. He's going to be yeah. a fine pro, but it's just you missed out on legit transformative players. Sauce Gardner looks amazing. He looks like he looks like he might be an All Pro this year already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't completely disagree. I, I definitely take those two corners before him. You know, I think it's a more impactful position right now in the NFL. Yeah, Pat. Pass rush is, is very important, but I think that it's a deeper talent pool. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you can, you can find, you know, or you can, you can almost like you can pass rush by committee, you know, whereas like you can't man to man lock somebody down by committee, you know? Yeah. The level of elite pass rushers is, is l- lengthier than the level of elite corners. Yes. Yeah, That's exactly. Trying to say. So definitely. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I would have, I would have taken those two guys before Hutchinson, but um i'm surprised that this line is as close as it is um i mean i know the dolphins didn't score a single point in the second half and the steelers slowed them down you know figured something out but i mean the lions have just given up so many points i don't (laughs) i don't know how you know they're gonna they're gonna hold them enough or or score enough points with goth to be able to keep up Right. Um, I could see this being, you know, a six to eight point game. Um, you know, at least like a touchdown. So I'll probably I'll probably bet this game at minus three and a half. That's the line you have. Uh, Jesus Christ, Benny. The audio <laughs> in your part is just killing me. Really? It's like a you sound like my French bulldog when I when I start trying to pet her. Like, ah. I'm sorry. I think I think it's a cord every once in a while gets like, you know, knocked up against something, and uh, that must be what it is. I said noise, but uh, no, I, I said this is the game I'll probably bet, and we'll take the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins here, um, Steve. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. Uh, this is a really close line, like for them. Hey, uh, this Vegas one I'm better. Gonna, yeah, Vegas. They, they know something. Watch it. Like they're like, oh, two is out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, two is uh, gonna go down first drive. Yeah, no, I want. The, I like the Dolphins. This is this is gonna be fun game to watch. Yeah, not, this is not as those, Lions fans. <laughs> Steven, this is one of those scary ones where we all agree. Like we're all questioning the line. Like, why is this so close? We got you got to take the Dolphins, and then you know we find out on Sunday why. Yeah, when when the Lions go up fourteen to nothing. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know that that's actually definitely gonna happen too, I bet. Yeah. Uh Cardinals I mean, Vikings. Oh, gonna or, or or it's gonna be a witching hour. It's gonna be a witching hour comeback by the Lions. Ooh, like the Bills game. 
like a few weeks ago. I can see that. Uh, Cardinals yeah. and Vikings. The Vikings are three and a half point favorites. The Cardinals coming off of a season needed win on Thursday night last week. Vikings, three and a half point favorites. Uh, the Vikings are five and one. So I don't think anybody actually thinks that they're that good, but they're five and one. They find a way to win. Um, Vikings coming off a bye. Cardinals coming off the mini buy, but you know, Kingsbury is just not a good coach. He looks dumbfounded every time he looks at that play calling sheet. Do you ever notice that? They show every he's never seen it before. He he looks drunk to me, honestly. I would believe that too. It's it's weird because you see these offensive coordinator or offensive coaches looking at their play sheet, and they always sometimes look like like they just found out that they have this play written up. But it looks like he's reading a foreign language every time he looks at that thing. Like he looks like completely confused. Like I did in French too, my my sophomore year of high school when I had to take a test and I tried to cheat on looking at the board and I noticed, wow, my eyesight's gone bad. I need glasses. I thought I was blinded then because I couldn't cheat like I used to. Um, that's what he looks like when he's looking at his play sheet. And this team, this offense does not look good. The defense isn't that good. And the Vikings are five and one and they're off a bye. And Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook and that whole offense, they, they're gelling. The defense is rowdy. Give me the Vikings to cover here. I really, I think this Vikings team is, is I picked them. I picked them to win their division. That looks like a no brainer now, right? Because geez, mm. the Packers stink. But um, I wish I would have been, <laughs> I wish I would have been, had the cojones to bet them uh, before the season because uh, their over under was nine and a half. And it looks like they're going <laughs> to they're, they're, they're really yeah. close on week eight. <laughs> yeah, they're going to. I mean, gonna... how many good teams have they played, though? They, they played the Eagles and got shit on. I know that. Is there, do they have a good win? Uh, they, uh, they just beat, they beat, a, they beat a decent team. I know that. Let me look. I'm looking they, at beat the, they beat the Packers, Lions, Saints, Bears. They beat the Dolphins. Okay, Dolphins. That's a that's a good win. That's Every other Tua. team has been dog shit so far this year. Maybe the Dolphins out too, though. So I mean, oh well, yeah. But okay, one maybe. sec. Listen to their schedule though. You got the Cardinals, who I think we're all going to pick them to beat the Cardinals, but maybe I'm wrong. Then the Commies, then the Bills. The Bills is a loss. Then the Cowboys. Cowboys might be a loss. And the Patriots. We'll see what the Patriots look like. I'm oh no, they're going to hit that over. They're going to hit that over. But I'm saying for this game, like um, I think the Cardinals are up I, there with like this. I, the Saints, the Packers that they played. Like, I mean, hey, Andy Dalton and Kirk Cousins are basically the same person. The Red Rifle. Well, they're they're the same. They're the same better. person. Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins has better receivers. You know, Kirk Cousins has better situations throughout his career. Andy Dalton's been dealt the shorthand, but I could honestly, you know, I could see a couple pick sixes. <laughs> or Kirk Cousins, you know, that's very likely at any at any given point. Um, I'm actually I'm just gonna take the Cardinals for plus four. I think that this is a field goal game. I think that obviously the Cardinals will be able to keep up, but um I just don't I just don't like believe in the Vikings yet. You know, I even though they're at home, I, I mean I'm not worried about if 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 my team's going to Minnesota, I'm not worried about traveling to Minnesota. Okay, I'm not worried about facing Kirk Cousins. Cold like Minnesota. Know? Yeah, right. In, indoors yeah cool what's a king to a god what's a god to a non-believer benny's a non-believer of, of uh of the vikings of kirk cousins i'm not yeah let's uh, give me the skull. Cardinals. 
I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I cannot bet on this game for purposes that I have deemed historically. If you wear a wedding ring while you play football, I will not bet on you. It's my, it's one of my rules of thumb. What do I bet against them? Uh, only if I think they're going to lose. I think they're going to win this week. Qu- quarterback's got to be above 5'8". Nope, I don't have that rule. Although I would, although that is probably a good rule to have. Yeah. Then as almost every single person meets that category. Uh, Steve. All right. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, yep. 2 comes out this Friday. Uh, Kyle Murray's going to be pulling an all-nighter on Saturday. So give me no the Vikings. Do you know, I have been one of the biggest assholes in public lately. I literally told somebody at a bar. He was wearing a Yankee hat. I said, you a Yankee fan? He's all, he was working at the bar, so he wasn't able to watch the game because they didn't have a TV on. I said, oh, the Yankees won. Um, congrats. He's like, oh, that's awesome. I was paying attention to that on my phone before it got busy. I look at my <laughs> phone. The first highlight I see is uh, the Guardians walking off. This is, this is like a week and a half ago where uh, the Guardians walked off in like Damn. game three. And I, and I told him, I was like, hey, my bad. I lied to you, man. He's like, what the fuck? Then <laughs> I go to Subway. And the guy, and I said, what's your plans for the night, man? He's all playing video games. And I said, oh, what game are you playing? And he said, like, uh, a random game. And I said, oh, the new COD's out. And he's all, really? I've been looking forward to that. I said, yeah, it just came out tonight. It's, or it just came out yesterday, last night. And uh, he's all, damn, I'm going to download that right when I get off. And I said, yeah, have fun, man. I lied it was the, the, the ca- too. No, the campaign came out. There's something oh. to play. So I guess technically you half lied to him. Well, I'm going to take it as a full lie. I've just been lying to people about things that they're excited about. Really, really giving them a shot of dopamine before before having them be let down as soon as they step through their door. Or I tell them the, the truth. Okay. Or they check their phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Patriots at Jets. The Jets are one and a one and a half point underdogs at home against the Patriots who just lost to the worst quarterback in football. I don't know what Belichick was doing. That was, that was, and by the way, I'm going to just be, I'm just going to be upfront about this. Uh, Bailey Zappi is not better than Mac Jones. Okay. And it's not even close. They called, they bench Mac Jones after three drives. Bailey Zappi comes in. They call a play that any of us in this, in this podcast and anybody that has any sort of eye hand coordination would make a throw similar to what Zappi did to Jacoby Myers on a wide open 20 yard route on a leaked route, which they could have called that play with Mac Jones at QB, but Matt Patricia is sabotaging the man. I don't know what he has against Mac Jones, but I want Patricia as far away from that facility as possible. He's terrible when Mac Jones is the quarterback there. And then Zappi had a good throw to Devontae Parker uh, on the next drive. And, but that was more Parker than, than Zappi, right? That was just a Moss-type catch. Uh, and then the rest of the game, he sucked. The rest of the game, Bailey Zappi was stinky, okay? Guess who he reminds me of? Um, geez, I'm, I don't even remember the name. He reminds me of Jeremy Lin. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think Mike White. Mike White is here. Reminds me of Mike White last year when he threw four touchdowns. People, th- what Belichick's doing is legitimately um, a disservice to both of the quarterbacks. And it's making the fan base pick somebody. They booed Mac Jones like after the first three and out because the fan base was so electrified with Bailey Zappi. And then he's all like, yeah, we're going to play both of them. Mac Jones is going to start this game. There's no doubt about it. You can watch what Bailey Zappi did. He stunk. He hit open guys. Mac Jones wasn't missing open guys. They just weren't schemed open because Matt Patricia sucks. 
And I watched that whole game at a bar with two of my friends. I didn't say a word for about 45 minutes. And I went to the bathroom and I punched myself in the thigh to get over the anger. I didn't hit the face. I didn't hit anything. I just punched myself in the thigh like three times. And I yelled under my breath, fuck. And then I listened to some sad Drake music going home because I lost a thousand fucking dollars on the Patriots because they couldn't beat the Bears, who have the worst quarterback of all time, who can't throw the football, by the way. You already know how he's going to play. You know Justin Fields. He's in a scramble. He's great at running. And you... You literally have to play zone against him because if you play man, he's going to be able to run all over you. How about you play better zone? How about you play better zone? Matthew Judon, the only bright spot of that Patriots defense last night, they have, I'm not, I'm going in like a long ass monologue about how angry I'm at that, but that really upset <laughs> me that they lost to the bears. Not just because I lost money, but because I actually believe this Patriots team is good. And I think that their defense is good. And I think that their offense, when the plays are called correctly is effective and can win football games. I think that they are built to play stifling defense and then run the ball on offense, hit play action passes, and long methodical drives. And I think that's the team. The team like that is going to win the Super Bowl this year because of how teams are stopping uh, the big plays. There's there's very few. Exp- there are no explosive plays in the NFL this year. It's literally dink and dime, long drives. That's why I think teams should take field goals more than they do. They keep going forward on fourth down. They call bad plays. It gets stuffed. It just is. A- Look at how many unders are hitting. Right. Um, yeah. But my point is, uh, not really, not trying to go back to that game yesterday, but but looking forward here, the Patriots are, I think the Jets and the Patriots are even teams here. They both, the Jets have a lot of talent now. Actually, they've accumulated talent over the last few drafts, but their mm-hmm. problem is they have a terrible quarterback. Like Zach Wilson is bad, just flat out, not any bright spots outside of his, outside of the arm. He's a turnover machine. He gets sacked a lot. He doesn't hit open guys. It's really, this team was really operating on Brees Hall being really good. And now he's out. So you wonder where they're going to go offensively. The defense has playmakers, obviously, as we've mentioned, we just talked about Sauce Gardner being Jalen Ramsey. He's insane. And he's, he's literally going to be, I think, uh, all pro multiple times over. But I just, it's Bill Belichick. I don't think they're going to make the mistake twice. I think the key to beating this Patriots team and I, and I really believe only a few quarterbacks are able to do it, is it's honestly been Lamar and Justin Fields have made this defense look just totally incompetent. It's just quarterback running around, getting yards because the zones break down, because I don't think the Patriots have good linebackers. And that's, that's the problem. Can Zach Wilson do that? I don't think so. I think, they're, I think when they play the Bills, if that, if that spread is not 13, I'm going to take the Bills. I'm telling you that right now, because – Josh Allen can do what Lamar and uh, and Justin Fields did. I don't think Zach Wilson can. And if Zach Wilson is unable to scramble and really create plays with his feet, I um I think the Patriots win this game pretty handedly, honestly. Not not in a, not in a homer type way. I think that I think the quarterback that could beat the Patriots is similar to that back in the mid 2010s when uh, when Alabama had problems with scrambling quarterbacks. You remember that when Johnny Manziel and and, and QBs of that of that ilk would just score the shit out of the ball against Bama because they didn't have anything that could contain that. That's kind of like this Patri- this Patriots defense. They can't contain scrambling quarterbacks. So give me the pats here, though, because Zach Wilson is not one. Sorry for the long the long uh, monologue about me uh, losing a lot of money on the pats. They pissed me off. Yeah. Disgusting. I feel you, man. No, that's that's horrible. And <laughs> the it's a tragedy. The, that's the de- that's like the perfect story for betting the NFL. Um, actually, some one of my coworkers on Monday was telling me he's like, "Hey, my my buddy back home has a eleven leg parlay 
that every leg has hit. He just needs the Patriots to win tonight. And I was like, wow, that that sounds like a lock. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, go watch the game. And I mean, almost got 40 points dropped on them by the by the Bears. Worst I think that football. Yeah, yeah, literally. The like the team that I had I didn't think they could score a touchdown. <laughs> literally until this week. I did not think they could score a touchdown. I think they have scored a couple before that, but like once in a blue moon. But here, they here's broke what 20 I th- points one time all season before last night. Yeah, right. And then, you know, bet the bet the freaking under, you know, and they almost break it by themselves. Anyways, <laughs> um, that that's I'm done with that. Putting that in the past sh- short term memory. Um, but here's what I think. I'm t- I mean, I'm taking the Jets. I'm surprised they're not favorites. I know Brees Hall's out like that. And they did lose uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, you know, yeah, that is a big loss, but here's what I think. I I just, I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to score points against the jets because I mean, Robert Sala, like he's a defensive coach, right? I'm sure they're going to have a good game plan, like going up against these guys in division opponent. And yeah, I don't trust Patricia and who, who are they sharing? play call duties with Joe uh, judge Pat- Patricia is the play caller Joe judge is not Joe judge <laughs> okay. works with the quarterbacks. and Patricia was a defensive coordinator previously right a bad one yeah okay anyways um I just don't think the Patriots are going to be able to score points that would be my hunch um and the Jets although they've been consistent they've been uh you know explosive at times so um yeah I'm gonna definitely take the Jets this is I'm gonna take J- Jets money line here okay Maybe an alternate. I might take an alternate line. Nah. Jets straight up money line. Yeah. Jesus. Benny on a bet he just starts slamming his mic cord around. <laughs> he's he's poking holes in his desk. Yeah, you're gonna be pissed off at this. Um, okay. Steelers, we have uh, six games left. Steelers, Eagles. Um, the Eagles are ten and a half point favorites. Common knowledge would say you should probably bet that because the Eagles are coming off a bye and they're also uh, the last undefeated team remaining. However, Mike Tomlin has his boys fighting. This uh, this Steelers team is, is feisty, a good defense. <laughs> you agree with that, Vinny? What the hell are you doing over there, man? I'm shaking my head at you. <laughs> it's certainly it's for, it's for Spooktober. He's putting jump scares into our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, is okay. it really making that bad of noises. It's, it's... <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. God damn, Benny. Um, okay, I'm gonna be quick with this now. I'm gonna say the Steelers cover this. Um, the Eagles, they will cover this. I would say if you're betting the Eagles, the best bet for the Eagles is second quarter overs because in the second quarter they score like legit seventy percent of their points. It's insane. Go look at their game game logs. But the the odds for that are probably terrible now at this point because everybody's seen it after six games. So um, give me the suitors to cover. I don't really have a rhyme or reason. I will not bet this game. If I was to bet this game, it would be a – I do probably a 10-point teaser with uh, three teams here, and uh, this is one of them, but I'm not going to do it. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, Eagles at home. With Kenny Pickett starting for the Steelers. Uh, uh, I'm going to take the Eagles to cover. I 
Okay. I mean, maybe the only way that the only way that I, the Steelers I see them covering is it gets real ugly. Like it's just a fucking, you know, I don't know what the weather forecast is there. It's a monsoon maybe. You know, everybody's slipping around like uh, Chicago week one. But uh, no, I'll get, give me the Eagles. Okay. To cover 10 and a half. Okay. Steelers ain't that bad, but I think it's just a testament to how good the Eagles are and, and how the Steelers won't be able to keep up. And, and, and that defense for the Eagles has been really good at forcing turnovers. I think that's the biggest thing for me is the defense looks really good. They're, they're going to be able to run the ball. Like Jalen Hurts is going to make plays. You know, unless something crazy happens, which it probably will, it's the NFL. Um, I just don't see Kenny Pickett scoring points on the Eagles defense. Okay. Steve? Yep, I agree with that. The At home in Philly, as the Phillies are in the World Series too, the city's going to be electric. Mm-hmm. Eagles by 20. Okay. Let's go. Uh, terrible, te- terrible teams here. Tennessee at Houston. Uh, Houston is two-point underdogs at home, 40 and a half. I have a rule. My rule is I will pick the home team in any interdivision matchup in the AFC South. I'm taking the Texans. Um, that is the only reason. I have no nothing else to add here. I'm not. I will not bet this game. And if I did bet it, I would bet the Titans because I have a little more faith in them. But yeah, that's just my yeah, rule. No, I'm following, I'm I following actually, my rule. I actually, I actually like that analysis, Sterling. Um, yeah, this division sucks. Um, who's the who's the fourth team besides the Colts, Titans, and Texans? The Jaguars, right? Yeah, the team Jeez. we talked about. This is a dumpster fire of a division. There needs uh, to be relegation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to freaking realign these things. Um, yeah, give me the home team. I agree. Okay, Steve, give me the Titans. Uh, this is lock of the week. Right here. Really? Lock of the week. Are the Titans are the Titans the team that like everybody just ignores and forgets about? And then we look up like week twelve and you're like, oh fuck, they're like, you know, looking pretty good. Is that is that this team right here? Um, I mean they're just so average. I mean, if you look at who they beat, okay, here's their schedule so far. I'm looking at it. They lost to the Giants by one game winning field goal. They got killed by the Bills. They beat the Raiders. Some some fuckery happened there. They beat the Colts. They beat the Commies on that they should have lost to them. Carson went through a uh, INT on the goal line. I knew this because I had money on the Titans. So thankfully they didn't lose that one. And then they 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 beat the Colts. So okay, two wins. They played. They've played Ryan. one team that's they've played. I guess the Giants had to be considered good now because they're six. Yep. But but they they lost to them and then they got killed out by the Bills and then they haven't really played a good team since. So. You know, I don't know what, what does the rest of their schedule look like? Does it look pretty favorable after the Texans? After the Texans, they go Chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Bengals. It's pretty easy. Uh, Eagle. Ah, okay. So let's, they'll probably, let's say they go 500 the rest of the way. Okay. And are they 500 right now? They are, are they four and two. Four and two. Okay. They're the worst four and two team ever. Yeah. I agree. Wow. They won four straight games. <laughs> Okay. I I understand your lock, Steve, but uh I don't know how you can ever lock the Titans. Uh 49ers at Rams. 
can't be an easy lock of the week. No, I get that. 49ers at yourself. Is your lock of the week the Eagles money line? Uh, 49ers at Rams. Uh, the Rams are one and a half point home dogs to the 49ers. It's not really a home game for the Rams because uh, that's LA doesn't care about football. And every single time they have a home game against a good fan base, uh, they get they get trounced. I mean, did you watch the Chargers Seahawks last week? It was a Seahawks home game. It's probably cheaper to like just go hang out in LA for fun for like <laughs> I bet tickets tickets uh prices right now in Seattle are probably higher than people thought they were gonna be. Yeah. Uh I'm taking the 49ers here. I have a futures bet on the Niners to win the division. I got it at minus one. 20 i think and now it's plus 120 i mean they got mccaffrey their problem is jimmy g he turns the ball over in bad times uh don't really care if they lost to the to the uh chiefs last week i don't think that matters this rams offensive line is terrible maybe the worst in football stafford's getting killed defense not great i don't know what anybody sees in this ram team as redeemable it's a bad team and uh you know they did the the uh we're going all in for a championship and it worked out which is which is always nice to see because if it doesn't work out, then the then you basically just hemorrhage the future to uh, not win anything. So it did work, but now they're a bad team and Stafford looks shaky. There's no run game. Uh, they have absolutely no run game. They have one good receiver, and the defense is is literally it's two great players and then a lot of um, mediocre and slightly below average players around them. So I don't know why anybody likes this Rams team. I guess it's just because everybody hates Jimmy G because he makes some dumb plays every game. But the 49ers will run against this team, and I think they're going to win this pretty handily. Honestly, this might be the game where I where I bet a lot of money on, but I will not because it's Jimmy G as quarterback, and sometimes you have to you have to be smart. Yeah. Um... I agree with pretty much everything you said, Sterling. Um, I'm going to take the Niners. Um, here, I, I, obviously, the Niners have been pretty good so far, and I think that we all see the potential in their roster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just need to be more consistent. But I think that I, I like, you know, what you're saying about the Rams you know, going all in for the Super Bowl. It paying off, it's like th- this is a big hangover for them. Like, they have issues with, I mean, like Cam Akers wants to leave the team. Um, I just don't really think I just don't really think they're bought in. You know what I mean? Like, I think that you know Aaron Donald wasn't even thinking about. I mean, he was thinking about not even coming back this year. You know, Stafford got his ring. Um, not to say that he's like you know retiring, but you know I think that um, they're they're just having a hangover and um, things things aren't going well. I think that. McVeigh is probably um, struggling to motivate. I feel like you know, what I mean, or maybe maybe not. Maybe motivate's not a good word, but like, I think other teams are just have have more in it, right? Like the Niners have something to prove. the The Seahawks have something to prove. Um, Cardinals suck, but they have something to prove. Yeah, right. The Rams, though, I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah, the Rams, won, the Rams won the Super Bowl, right? They yeah, won their all in Super Bowl. It's it's a good story. I mean, this reminds yeah. it's kind of it's not the same, but it's kind of like how the Raptors went all in for Kawhi or the Lakers went all in for Davis. And the Lakers obviously want to still compete, but once Kawhi left, once Kawhi left the uh the Raptors, they kind of knew they're not gonna win a Super Bowl. And now this team didn't lose any key key players or key contributors as Whitworth retired, you know, but um it seems like they rested on their laurels. And uh, when you have Donald talking about retiring and you have McVeigh thinking about going to the TV booth and then they're like, now nah, we're going to run it back. 
it's it's like Tom Brady, you know, when you aren't committed, yeah. uh, not everything. The NFL's hard. It's not an easy sport to just jump mm. right in and, and have it be like, you know, not the main thing you think about and do all the time. Yeah. Because yeah, you got to uh, be all in. Yeah. And the, the Rams don't seem like they're all in. And they're one injury away from – they have four people that if one of them gets hurt, and that's Stafford, Cup, uh, Donald, and Ramsey. If one of those four get hurt, the season is over. Like, you can't yeah. – those players don't – you don't have depth on – no depth on this roster. And uh, those are those are obviously really good players at their positions. And I would, I would argue Cup, Donald, and Ramsey are the best at their respective positions. But, yeah, one of those guys get hurt. There's really nobody next man up type thing that can even come close to that. And yeah, so- I think that I mean I saw I can't remember the, who the quote came from, but you know somebody said the Bucks are old and slow, and like that's what I think about the Rams. You know, I never say that about Tom Brady. <laughs> they're they're old never and slow. Say that. Yeah, I agree with the Rams. They're old the, and slow. Not the Bucks though. Not the Bucks. The Bucks are young and fast. Mm-hmm. Old okay. and slow. Uh, Steve, what you got here? Uh, got the 49ers. Stafford, not very good against 49ers. Stinky, one and six. Pew! Pew, stinky. The Rams are seven and ten against the spread after a win in the same span. San Francisco is six and four against the spread following a loss. Give me the 49ers. Oh, thank you. About even odds right there. Well, 60, 70% total. Uh, Giants at Seahawks, one of the games of the week, uh, which is surprising. I don't think anybody expected that. The Giants have the least talent in in all of football i think coming into the season i think a lot of people said they had the least talented roster um but they're six and one how about that okay how about that one second speed real time sorry i hate this okay i was real um sorry listen you had to be real okay then i was real uh <laughs> nice uh Seahawks three-point favorites at home. Uh, I really don't know what to do with this. This is a stay away. DK is probably not playing right. Am I right on that? Was that a bad injury? I, I would um, I would assume. I mean, I think it's probably some, some sort of sprain. Okay. Uh, nothing torn, but I, I would imagine he's going to sit out a game. Yeah. Um, okay. No DK, so it's Tyler Lockett and, and Kenneth Walker, I guess. I don't know why the Seahawks are three-point favorites against the Giants. I think this should be more of a pick on my notes in Seattle. And the Seahawks are the home field advantage is there for them. But I think the Seahawks win the game, but I think it's like it's going to be close. It's going to be between that one and three-point thing to where it's like you really want to either bet the money line because you, you're going to be sweating it, I feel like. So I'm going to go the Giants. Um, if the Giants start seven and one, that is – maybe make a statue for Dayball like right away. How much, how much do you think uh, the Patriots had to pay him to, to, to come over to the Patriots? What do you think they have to give up for him? First two first round picks and trade Belichick. Trade Belichick. <laughs> Nobody wants Belichick, man. Yeah. I hate to tell you. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Fuck you. <laughs> Nobody wants him. Honestly, I was, but I, that's what I was thinking when I was watching the, the game on Monday night. I'm like, Man, he's done. He's washed up. Like <laughs> they made the playoffs last year. He needs to retire. Honestly, he needs to retire. I think. He's trying to get that win record. Have some respect. True, true, true. He is. Yeah. Um, my take on this is definitely gonna take the Giants plus three. I know it's like sacrilegious to bet against my team, but I think that this is a 
you know, classic. If the Seahawks win, it's by one point, you know. Um, so don't take them to cover. Uh, but maybe that's just a Russell Wilson thing. Maybe that's not a Geno Smith thing um, to, to not cover. But uh, hmm. I just think that uh, that Danny Dimes is going to be able to, even though they don't have, like, a good uh, receiving core, I think that they're going to be able to move the ball. I would actually hammer this over. I'm thinking, but, but I mean, don't, don't trust me. It could end up being a, I mean, we thought the Cardinals Seahawks was going to be a big over game and it was 12 or it was like, you know, 20 to nine or something. Like Not that. I'm betting it. I'm betting it under now just because okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take the over and uh, you know, Probably plus three Giants. Okay, Steve. I don't know why they keep uh, the sports books keep giving me Giants at plus odds. So keep giving them to me. I will take the Giants. Okay. Yeah. Couple of Giants cutting it up. Okay. Uh, Sunday night football. We got uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. Well, that's the matchup I was looking forward to, but I haven't been paying attention for seven weeks, so this should be a good matchup. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> is, is rogers gonna be on ayahuasca for this one i think he's been he on might actually play season. What? What? he's doing drugs he's taking drugs this whole year you could tell um yeah, probably no I, I i mean i have to take the bills but i'm not betting this because i i think it's i think it's asinine to ever bet you know that Rodgers or Brady or Mahomes or Allen or any of these great quarterbacks are going to lose by 10 points by more than two scores. I just think that, but the Packers, there's no reason to bet the Packers. If you're looking at this um, objectively, like through an objective scope of like Packers bills, the bills are 20 points better, right? This is a respect to Aaron Rodgers that it's only 10 and a half. He's been terrible. And it's not even like, and it's like, you know, we kind of talked about this last week, and this has been the dialogue the entire weekend. Uh, are Rodgers and Brady done? Now, yeah. I don't know if if I don't know if Brady is because Brady at least still has zip on the ball and he's still throwing downfield at times. Rodgers is not throwing downfield. He is. You look at the percent. He's throwing. I think thirty percent of his passes behind the line of scrimmage. And you know what? Guess who kind of predicted that? This guy right here. The guy speaking. Because I said they have no receivers. And then everybody's all, oh, Lazard will be good. Uh, Ken, or C- Christian Walker will be good. They still have Cobb. And they're like, they act like he's a miracle worker. He's 38. Okay. What is that? Seven years younger than Brady? That's wow. actually insane. All right. It uh, is. It's a joke. Did you know Tom Brady's closer in age to Dan Marino than he is to Derek Carr? No way. Yeah. That's insane. I think that I think that was a person that they used that I read the stat of something like that. <laughs> it might be a different quarterback, but it's probably, probably Dan Snyder too. Probably Dan Snyder as well. Um, <laughs> anyways, done to get off track and do some Brady, uh, Brady, Brady erotic. Yeah, right now. Off. It's even yeah, it's even his game. And Tom Brady erotic. It always pops up. Yeah, no, times. Tom Brady. <laughs> I like talking about winners. Okay. Tom Brady erotic at random times. Anyways. No, but the thing is, Rogers seems like he's done. And I actually, I predicted this last week, Benny, you weren't here. My prediction is Rogers is going to get a massive offer from Amazon to take over Kirk Herbstreit next year on Thursday Night Football. And it's going to be him and Al Michaels. I'm just, I'm just I, there's been no rumors about that. I'm the first one to speculate. Rogers? 
guess Certainly what? He's breaking the story. I'm speculating because. No. So you're breaking the story because then we can take. I'm breaking the story. I've heard. I have heard it through the grapevine. Okay, my sources. Yeah, the grapevine. It, my sources have indicated. The grapevine has indicated that Rogers is going to join Amazon Prime for Thursday Night Football next year. My my, listen. The grapevine is talking to me. Uh, the grapevine. I mean, they the have enough former truck. players on there, so it doesn't. That wouldn't surprise me. What does Amazon want? They want a great broadcast. They want a power a power broadcast. Al Michaels gives you that. They want play by play. Ocean's Eleven's cast. They don't want. Listen, they do what not. What about want, Brady? What about Brady? Brady has a deal, Brady has a deal with Fox. Oh, uh, already. They're gonna step up and buy him out for three hundred million. <laughs> they good. Why wouldn't they? I yeah, I guess they could. Like, their, their stock would not be happy. The stock the stock market would not be happy if they were like, we're gonna do a little four hundred million dollar expenditure on, on this right here. On one person. Yeah. Especially when it's not even what they're doing to make money. It's like, yeah, we're just they, gonna do they have that. enough money, don't they? Hey. Come on. Hey, come on. And it, no, they're no, I, this is the thing. I think it's gonna be Rogers, but I'm not I'm not, I'm not I could be very wrong. I just don't think he has a spark anymore. I don't think he cares. Um he signed that huge deal and the team's terrible and there's no way they get better. Like I think we all can see um, in that, in that argument about are these two quarterbacks done, at least there's like a pathway where you can see the bucks being okay, you know, because for them, it seems like it's heavy play calling problems. And then just, they have a battle line. That's what it is. It's, it's bad play calling and battle line. I don't know if the O-line gets fixed. The play calling be, can be fixed. With the Packers, it's it's Rodgers literally afraid to throw downfield. And also, just, I don't know if it's play calling. I, I, I don't have that in depth of uh, knowledge on the on the Packers and, and what's going on there. But they're also now looking up for three and a half games to first place in the Vikings. So they don't really have a pathway to win that division. And, and they could, I mean, if the Vikings just totally break down. But they're so far back. That it's not it's not like it's not foreseeable or feasible that you think that they would win it. So they're gonna be a wild card team. Rodgers in the playoffs. You confident in that? I'm not. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Packers to cover here, though. Okay. Getting back on the on the game. I don't think they win. I think the Bills, I honestly think the Bills cover. This is just a, a little bit of respect for Aaron Rodgers and what he's done for the game of football. So I'm gonna pick the Packers to cover. Um also, with how with how primetime games have gone and how and how the season's gone, would it shock anybody if the Packers just absolutely kicked their ass? Honestly, it, it wouldn't shock me anymore. Nothing shocks me in the NFL this season. But yeah, truly. Um, but yeah, I I think I think this Bills team is elite. Then this Packers team is actually bad, and uh, there's crazier things have happened. But I'm gonna take the Packers. Yeah. I think that my bet here that I would feel most confident in is the over at 47 and a half um as far as the plus 11 yeah man that's big for you know a rogers team to to be down i mean maybe maybe the bills go up by three touchdowns and they they the packers give up you know, because I could see that, like Aaron Rodgers just throwing in the towel and be like, "Fuck this, I don't, I don't want to be out here." Right? Bring in Jordan uh, Love. Yeah, fuck. I mean, honestly, like give him, give him the fourth quarter. Like, uh, that would that would suck because that would screw that over for me. But if I bet it, um, geez, I mean, plus four twenty Packers. John Rom's in the front row of this uh, Suns Warriors game. Sorry, continue. Plus four twenty Packers. That. Like honestly, that's kind of enticing. 
I don't think it's enticing. It shouldn't be. (laughs) No, that's not enticing at all. That's like if you look at last week and you're like the Panthers plus 600 against Bucks. That's enticing. It's like that's the I know they won, but it's like that's not enticing. They just fired their they just fired their coach and they're starting PJ Walker with no McCaffrey and no and no Robbie Anderson. How can you ever think that's enticing? Just because there's a big number? I'll give you I'll give you a better one, Benny. How about you do Packers? Steelers parlay. What's that equal out to? Well, plus twenty five hundred. No, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, does that sound enticing? That's a hey, 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 hey. The Eagles are due to lose a damn game. That'd no, be no, He's buying it. I would, They're I due. The, I think the best odds for the Eagles would be just to bet them How to much not lose a game. Be? Just to not lose a game. Can you bet them to go undefeated on the sports book? Um, <laughs> Eagles. Yeah. Uh no. Oh shit! My phone just died. All right. Let me grab my other one. Wait, please don't move. You're going to make noises that we don't need to hear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, you guys can continue Just to talk. around. You guys can uh, continue. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, take, I'll take the best. Wait, I didn't make a pick yet, actually. Fuck. No, uh, Packers plus 11. Okay. Are we doing, is it plus 11, plus 10? It's plus 10 and a half, so. Oh, oh okay. okay. Ah, I don't care. Uh, secondary lock of the week, Buffalo. <laughs> okay. One more game. The Bengals. Who look like a resurging offense against the Browns. The Browns are three and a half point home dogs in this game. Um, it looks honestly like this Browns team who started out, was it 2-0? and Yeah, I think they started out 2-0 and and everybody's like, oh my God, we're going to get Deshaun Watson back and we're going to have a good record. And then you look at their team now and it's like, ooh, it's good. Two and five. Is that, and a Cle- five. is that a Cleveland accent? Yeah, that's a Cleveland accent. Oh, there goes yes. LeBron James. Uh, they're gonna. They're sounds like you're a radio announcer in 1940s. That's a Cleveland accent. That's how they all talk. <laughs> That's how everybody in Cleveland speaks. Quick, quick intermission. Steelers Packers money line parlay plus 2448. Basically, plus 2500. Take a mortgage out for that one. Yeah, no, but yeah, it looks so enticing. <laughs> it does. Put 10k on that. <laughs> yeah, what's that payout? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's let's see let's see. Plus twenty five. Uh, is that either two hundred fifty thousand or two two point five million? You said ten k. Yeah, that's two point five million, right? That's no, two hundred. That's two hundred fifty thousand. That's two hundred fifty four thousand eight hundred dollars. That's nothing to a guy like you, Benny. She's about that. Yeah, it's nothing to a guy like you, man. A guy that bets on punts <laughs> first drive, but also a touchdown on the same drive somehow. Benny's got everything cornered, and then he, but not interceptions. He doesn't do the interception on a drive. That always gets him. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. the night. Monday Night Football. I'm going to take the Bengals here. This Bengals team is starting to gel. Hey, guess what? Zach Taylor, guess what happens when you throw to Jamar Chase? Good things happen. You know, maybe don't ice out your best receiver, like the top five receiver in football. Look at the last few games and how many points they've scored, which correlates with Jamar Chase getting action. You know, hey, keep that up because he's a game breaker. Do you know, like, the touchdown he caught against the Saints that won them the game? One of the touchdowns he cost last week, it's literally he you throw it 20 yards upfield and he creates the rest. His yak ability, his yak ability is uh probably the best in football. Is there anybody better at yak than him? Maybe Tyreek Hill? <laughs> Debo. That's uh, close. Debo, Debo's in that conversation, I think. I think he's in there. Yeah. I think those are the three. But yeah, when you when listen, when I'm watching football, what I want to see is some yak. Okay, and I get that out of uh, Jamar Chase. So yeah, then, I, I think Debo's the best yak-wise, but ooh, Jamar Chase uh, is close. I don't even know what that means. 
Yards after catch. Actually, Tyreek Hill might be number one. Tyreek Hill does have some good yak ability. Mm. I think Tyreek Hill is definitely the best yakker. You think he's the best yakker? I think Jamar. I think Tyreek Hill won Debo Samuel too. Dude, don't do that. Yeah. And then Jamar. And then anyone else you want to put. Yeah. Yeah. Number number three. It's a big drop off from there. Yeah. It's like S tier, S tier, C tier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll tell you this. Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddle, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, Mike Williams, Chris Olave. Um, have I named Debo Samuel yet? No, I have not. Where is Debo on this list of yak? This Debo is, Samuel is 29th in yak. Doesn't matter. The yak yeah. eye test. Actually, I just lied to you. <laughs> I lied to you all. What oh my number? goodness. You just two. can't stop lying. No, no. I was looking at actual yards. He's 28th in yards. Okay. Then yeah, here it is. Austin Eckler has 435 yards after catch. I'm not counting him. Christian McCaffrey no. second. But here goes receivers. It goes cup. Jefferson, Debo, yeah, Juju, Jamar Chase. I like that. Then Tyreek wow. Hill. Yeah, no, no, no. We we need to actually include Cup there. So here's what I think. I mean, I think explosiveness wise, it's Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, and then honestly, I think it's Cooper Cup next. Honestly, if we're talking about yards, dude, like that guy just gets yards after the catch, like because he's because he gets open so much, he, he gets separation. I do think though, in what we're doing here is kind of a it's kind of a short end of the stick for Jamar Chase, who basically wasn't used for three weeks. <clears throat> so his yak, his yak per actual catch, probably higher. That's all I'm saying. But you're right, Cooper Cup is in that in that conversation. New list just dropped. Dallas Goddard's actually fourth in yak. Dallas Goddard. Are you serious? I guess we don't need to keep using yak as a thing if we got Dallas Goddard above every other receiver besides Cup. Yeah. Okay, pointless stats. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> okay, I got the Bengals in this game. Uh, I mean, what are we doing? How the Browns? Ooh, you don't like that one. The I Browns are stinky. Like... The Browns are stinky. Let's just call it what it is. No, no. Um, spade a spade. Call a spade a spade. Call a brown a brown. Okay. A brown a brown. Yeah. Call a piece of poop a piece of poop. Jesus. Don't call it a brown. Call it a piece of poop. Uh, wow. This is, um, yeah, Bengals. Bengals to, to brown on the browns. Give me the Bengals. Steve? Uh, give me the Bengals. Okay. We all pick the Bengals. That'll end the football portion of this podcast. Now we're going to talk about soccer. I'm just kidding. Benny, uh, World Series prediction. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to give a prediction based off what I want to happen, and that's the Phillies to win because I hate the Astros with all my being. I literally hate mm-hmm. them so much. They should be the most hated sports franchise right now, 100%, like by a long shot. Who else, who else would be in the conversation? I can think of a few. Uh, probably the, the Commodores. The, the Commodores. Warriors. The Warriors. The Commies. Uh, the Warriors. Yeah. But, I mean, they didn't cheat. You sure about that? Sorry, cabinet manipulation? I would say Astros number one. Commanders <laughs> number, number two because of their owner. And then Lakers. 
I don't think the Lakers are anymore. The Cowboys always are. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, what people hate the most are successful teams, right? And the Astros, are, you know, don't like that one. Cheated as well. Uh, no, Phillies. Phillies win. They're, they're the hottest team. The Astros might be the better team, but I think the Phillies are the hottest team. You know? The Astros Phillies haven't lost a playoff game. Um, okay, <laughs> the Phillies are the most overachieving team. Though. Sure. They're the, they're the fourth best team in the NL, and they're in the World Series. Which is uh, which is impressive, right? I don't think anybody thinks they're better than the Mets. I don't think anybody thinks they're better than the Braves or the Dodgers. So, it is impressive what they've done. The Astros, I just hate the Astros too. So I'm agreeing with you. I just think it's, yeah. I just think it's, I mean, the cheating was six years ago, and they've been to the LCS every single year, which is six uh, years ago. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> How is to- time? flown this this quickly so they must have got caught like two years later huh yeah like the year year after after. yeah it was a year after they've been to this last six uh league championship series which is insane that's like yankees type dominance of the last 1950 their player development's unreal yeah and uh their cheating's unreal too so i hate (laughs) the astros as well i I I think i i don't know how you can root for them um but you know, they're probably going to win. I want the Phillies. I'll root for the Phillies too. But do I have faith in the Phillies? I don't, sadly. But I, I am rooting for the Phillies. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not watching it. I don't care. I'm not I'm not going to watch it. I would have watched it if it was Yankees-Dodgers, Astros-Dodgers, uh, something Yankees met. Any or C- If Seattle wasn't there, obviously. But it's like, I really have no interest in watching Houston win. And I'm not a big Philly fan. Like, I like Bryce Harper. I think Bryce Harper is one of the few athletes that has uh, actually lived up and surpassed expectations when they're that high, right? He was like the baseball equivalent of LeBron James on the cover of SI and stuff. And he's almost surely a Hall of Famer. He's got two MVPs. He's played, he's been the best player this postseason. Um, so I like Bryce Harper. I know a lot of people don't, but I, I really enjoy, I enjoy watching him play that home run that he hit. What a, gr- what a great at bat. What a great yeah. swing. That's a clutch play. And I like Bryce Harper. So I do hope he wins it. I know that it probably sucks that he watched the Nationals win a World Series without him after they after he left in free agency a little, you know, it's pretty crazy. But uh I'm rooting for him. I just don't think they win. But I would be I would be happy to be wrong. I'd be ecstatic to be wrong. Steve, your prediction? Uh Astros 4-2. Yeah. What if they go 4-0? Is this the best team of all time if they don't lose a game in the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, my God. I need a Phillies. There's a guy with a ticket, Astros over Phillies, uh, in, 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 the, in the World Series. They put 50 on it at the beginning of the season, and it wins, I think, $200,000. Uh, they're all, should, they, should he hedge this? Yes, he should hedge it, but he should wait after game one because the Astros probably win game one, and then that hedging, you know, the opportunity for the roof. I just don't see how that – how much? Well, you said it was a futures bet. Yeah, it was fifty dollars to win, like two hundred and twenty thousand. If the what? Astros win, yeah, Astros over Phillies. It's because the Phillies were oh like... Astros over Phillies. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. okay. Not yeah, no, he didn't get those odds on the Astros. <laughs> yeah, <it was> like, <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure the Astros even the start at the beginning of the year was probably still like plus like two hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- those those there was like three teams where it's like odds were four to one, five to one, seven to one, and it was the Astros, Yankees, Dodgers. Um, but yeah, he should probably hedge after game one because even if the Astros lose game one, I don't think the odds of the series shift, and it doesn't really matter because you could put a hundred thousand on the Phillies. Honestly, though, like he put, 
with like fifty dollars down? Do you think that guy has that much money to hedge? No, but the the way to hedge is you go to Vegas and no, you I know you're talking about ticket I, and you're like, hey, Daniel Negreanu, can I get a hundred grand? They'll be like, yeah, and they'll write up a notary form, and then you don't hedge. Like if if I'm making fifty dollars bets and I and I have something to win two hundred and fifty thousand, yeah. and I don't have no. the cash, it's not like I can't find it. I'll find a I, bank. I would rather have what he has though with the Astros or the Phillies. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. We I don't. would just let it ride out. We know you yeah. would. Yeah, I would. 100% I would. would. I would. I, this one, I think most most games, I would hedge. I, I'm fairly confident Astros will win this. Yeah, and you're you're out fifty bucks. I mean, come on. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you can't. That way. <laughs> you can't count. You can't count your chickens before they hatch. You know, you only lost fifty bucks. Get over it. Well, okay, okay. I, I guess yeah. How much money could he guarantee he wins uh, by hedging? Like hundred k. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, then. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Then that changes it. Yeah. <laughs> he can actually probably guarantee more. No, he could guarantee more because he could do, if he did a hundred k on the Phillies right now, the Phillies are plus two hundred. So that one of two hundred k, and then guarantee yourself two hundred k. I did only lose fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, he should definitely hedge that. You can guarantee it's between two hundred and two hundred and twenty thousand. So it's literally a twenty thousand dollar difference in hedging. I let it ride. I'm Vinny. I don't need. I don't. Need no, no, no. He, he wouldn't even have to bet. He wouldn't even probably have to bet hundred k, honestly, to to get to the same number. You know, at two hundred twenty five. I don't know what their odds are to win the series. So what? So he'd win either. So either way, he wins one hundred twenty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars if he did it that way. Yeah, but if you put a hundred thousand on it, so basically you're guaranteed. Six figure than <laughs> way, way more than your 50 bet, and then you never bet again after you, you win something like that. Yeah, yeah, or you or you use that as your gambling allowance for the rest no, of your life. No, that's how you lose it all. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe take um, like maybe take like 10, and then that's your bankroll for the next few years. That's it. 10k. I'm about to put that on one bet. This guy's putting 50 bucks on random shit. Yeah, 10k is probably last a while. Okay. That's yeah. a, this was a good po- podcast. Welcome back, Benny. Hey, next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. our time. That's when we record, Benny. Okay, put that in your calendar. Reoccurring event. I know you know how to use a Google calendar with how you describe your job. Put it in yeah. there. That should be the one thing you're good at. Yeah. I don't use calendar for personal matters, just business. Okay. I think, I think, I think my work calendar with my personal calendar. Same. But I never know. I never know where I'm supposed to be at half the time. Same. Okay. See you soon, boys. Bye. See you. One sec.